welcome to another episode of Questionable Questions, where I speak upon my parenting style and ask those questions we are so scared to ask to ourselves. I will also talk with my husband, children, family, and friends, and ask those questionable questions that we sometimes fear to hear the answers to. Hey guys, so I just found this random clip that I had recorded one night on my way to get in some dinner. Excuse the husband in the background. And it, I'm just going to post it because I voice recorded it. And like, you know, you can hear the McDonald's people in the background. And I don't care because it's very raw and unedited. And I like, I like it. So hope you guys enjoy. Guys, so I know it's been a minute. How rude of these motorcycles! But I know it's been a minute since I have put a podcast out, and obviously there's reasons why. Some of these reasons I cannot disclose to you, but I personally have not been a good in a good mental headspace for a couple months now. And it has really gotten to the point where I had to seek some therapy for it because I was going down a dark path that I once went down before and I refused to go down again. So I know the signs, I know my triggers, and I took the steps necessary to make sure that mentally I am okay for myself and my children. And, like, I just feel that is okay for me to discuss things with you guys now. Um, Obviously, I'm not going to go into great detail, like I said previously, but but, um, they have been things that have been happening in my life that is out of my control. And if anyone knows me, you know that I am a control freak. Like, I like to plan for things. I don't like surprises. I like to know what's happening, what's going on, every bit in peace. And to not have that type of control in this current situation is really a struggle for me. It's a very, very big struggle for me. And, you know, to continue to smile and fake the funk, as you may say, has become a true burden, a true burden on me. And, um... I just don't want to fake the funk anymore. I don't want to smile. I don't want to pretend like everything is okay because it is not. Um, It's to the point where my kids can even call me on it. They can call me on the, the fake funk. And that's what really caught my eyes and really was like, you know what, Shantae, you really need to go and seek some help because if not, then your children are really going to see you struggle. And Stephen of all knows me in and out. I swear we were, like, husband and wife in another timeline because, let me tell you, this child can tell me how I'm feeling before I even know how I'm feeling. So when he is catching on to things, I know it's serious. So, yeah, I just don't understand how, you know, I feel like putting a smile on and faking the funk is one of those toxic traits 
that we have been passing down from generation to generation. And frankly, it's time to cut it out. It's really time to cut it out. Okay, mobile order. Thank you. So, um, I feel like it's a toxic trait that we hold on to because, you know, I remember growing up and nothing was discussed. You know, when something serious happened, the adults went into another room where the children were not behind closed doors and discussed what they needed to discuss and handle things the way they needed to handle things. We truly never seen a struggle or burden or anything in our lives. And the only reason why I somewhat sort of seen some struggles in my mother's life is because she had me when she was 15. We basically grew up together. So there was things that she couldn't just how Stephen, like I can't hide certain things from Stephen, she couldn't hide certain things from me. But I feel like that's still kind of ingrained into us. And I want to break that cycle. That is one of many generation toxic cycles that I want to break because I don't want to sit here and sugarcoat anything for my children because life is fucking hard. Life is fucking hard. And, you know, I don't want to sit here and pretend like all is well, all is good because it's not. They don't need to know great details of what's happening, but I do need to have an age-appropriate conversation with them, which I do. And some may say, oh, you let your children in too much or you tell them too much, but I feel like my children are mature enough because that's how I raise them to be able to have age-appropriate conversations for them. And some may feel like the age-appropriate conversations is a little bit much only because it's a little more than their age, how I speak to them, because they are that mature in the way I raise them. But, like, I have been having a whole bunch of pressure on my shoulders. I've been keeping a whole stu- a whole list of a laundry list of things to myself. And I just feel like it I need to let it go. And for me to speak to my therapist and just and like just saying hello and cry and cry because I know this is a safe place and I can just let her all out. It's is very humbling to me. And it's very eye-opening to me because at first I'm sitting here like, you know what, I'm just going through some things and I just felt like I needed to talk to somebody. And as I'm talking to him and I'm realizing all of the shit that I am holding on to, all of the shit that I am carrying, it is like, it's it's remarkable how I have not fallen yet, how I have not crashed and burned. It is completely, I'm at awe with myself. And, you know, there are times I just sit and I just cry. Like, my body is just like, no, we need to cry right now. I know you're not even in, like, any type of situation that is causing you to cry, but we're going to cry it out right now because it's, it's hold, you're holding on to too much. And, you know, I just, as a society, as women, as women, we bear it all. And... Not everyone knows everything we bear. And, you know, I am blessed and lucky to have a husband who who sees 
everything I bear and tries to take as much as he can off of my shoulder. He thanks me for all that I do for him and our family. And, you know, I've never had that before in any of my other relationships. I've never had anyone see me and see all that I do for my family because, let me tell you, I go hard. I go extra fucking hard for my family. Anybody who knows me, my family comes first. I don't care about anything else. My household, let's put it that way, my household comes first. My husband and my children come first. All else I can care less about unless you're my sister or nephew I or my dad. I can care less about you. Like, it, and it sucks to say that, especially like I had a conversation earlier today with one of my cousins. And, you know, I know he's coming from a good place, and I know he's hurting not seeing his family together. But there's just some things in my grown-up life that I'm just like, you got one and done. One chance with me and you're done. Whether you're blood-related or not related, I can care less. Life is too short, and I just don't want negative people in my life. If you cannot accept my lifestyle and what I choose to do with my life and my children and my husband, then you can step to the side. You can step to the side because I don't need that in my life. I really don't. So, how are you? Good. Are the large scale high tea orange nuggets cheeseburger the small size last night? Yes. You need to tell me? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. So, yeah, I just don't need that type of energy in my life. And, you know, it's not that I have some animosity or I'm holding on to any grudges. It's just I choose to have what I want in my life. And in my life, especially currently, I just choose happiness. I choose complete and utter happiness. I choose to be around people who are supporting me 100% and not just being fake and phony about it. I choose people who who are there for me without wanting anything in return. And, you know, sometimes family is just not that. If you ain't providing them with something, then go to hell with you. And, you know, I just don't want that energy. I don't want that energy. I don't want that energy at all. I don't want someone to be like, oh, remember 20 years ago I did this for you, so now you got to do this for me. I don't want that. I don't want that. I've seen a lot of things happen to my mother with her family that people think I have not seen or think that my mother has not told me about. And, frankly, my mother's no longer here, so I can't really speak upon those things because she can't come on this podcast and say what she needs to say either. So for me, though, it's I've seen my mom take money out of retirement accounts to help people out, and then when push comes to shove, no one was there for her. So at the end of the day, I can care less about those type of people. 
I can care less about those type of people because the type of people I surround myself with right now are unremarkable, are unremarkable. They do not question how I raise my children. They actually applaud it, okay? They don't stop or be negative about my about my goals, dreams, and aspirations. They support it. You know what I mean? They don't say, oh, this or that on a third, you know? They don't give an opinion unless I ask for it. They don't speak negative upon my life. They don't give me that negative energy. And and I just don't need it. I don't need it. And frankly, I don't care anymore about what other people feel or how they feel or what they want in their life, okay? One thing I do agree with what this cousin and I was discussing is that our children need to come together and be closer because that is the one thing I am forever grateful is that I've always had my cousins growing up. I've always had my cousins to have my back. I've always had my cousins. Like, I didn't need to have, like, friends at a birthday party or friends at a get-together because it was so many of us that that was enough for me. You know what I mean? So I would love my children to have that type of relationship with all of their cousins, both on my side and their father's side. And, you know, it is a shame that we have grown apart, but we've also been living our own lives, you know. Um, this is not like, you know, we live next door to each other like back in the days. We don't. We all live in separate states. We are all doing different things or in different points of our lives right now. And sometimes it's just hard to connect. It's hard to get together. But when we do, it's like we don't miss a beat. And because we don't miss a beat, our children will never miss a beat. I feel like, you know, my children know about their cousins, you know. They, I show them pictures, you know, we talk about them. And, you know, besides not always being around them, my children for sure know who their cousins and family are and is. So I don't have a problem with that either. But, you know, it takes a whole village. It takes a whole village, and not only blood-related, but not blood-related. Because let me tell you, the non-blood-related people I have in my life has been the best support system ever, by far, above even my blood family. So, you know, people may be like, oh, Shantae, you shouldn't say that. Family comes first. Well, I'm sorry, boo-boo. I, I call it like I see it, you know, and... I'm just at a point in my life where I'm not faking the funk no more. Let's not fake the why. The question, the questionable question of today's podcast is, why do we feel like we have to fake the funk? Who are we out here trying to trying to impress, right? Like the only person you need to impress is yourself. The only person that you need to make happy is yourself. You don't need to make anyone else happy. You don't need to impress anybody else because, darling, you are living your life. You are not living their life. And it took me a long time to realize that because, you know, I had a lot of pressure on me growing up. My mother held me very to very, very high standards, okay, very high standards. There were some things that transpired between us because I did not at times keep to those high standards, and she was not going to allow me to show the world that I didn't keep to those high standards. So she did what she needed to do to make sure I didn't show the world that I was less than her high standards. And I've always promised myself I would never do it to my children, and I have not. I have not. I tell my children, 
they can do and be whomever or whatever they want to do or be in their lives. I will forever support them unless they out here in these streets doing God knows what, okay? But they know high school graduation is mandatory, okay? Going to college is not for everyone, but pick a trade. Do something that you are absolutely passionate about. I don't even care if it takes you years to finesse it and get it to the point that is making you dollars. But as long as you are happy and what you are doing, I will forever support you, you know. So I don't know why we sit here and fake the funk. I really don't because I'm guilty. I am so guilty. And sometimes when I do start faking the funk, like these past couple months, I have to call myself on it. I have to call myself on it because it's like, hey, Shantae, whoa, stop right there. Stop right there because you're not living in your truth. You're not living in your truth, and you need to live in your truth. So I rewind it, and I, I find the spot where I got derailed, and you know what? I live in my truth because can nobody else live my life but me? Can nobody else make me happy but me? Can no one else raise my children the way I want them to be raised but me? So at the end of the day, I decided to just say this random podcast because I'm sitting in my car right now, guys, and it's 10 o'clock at night. And it, I just decided to hit the record button. I just decided to hit the record button because I just felt like I needed to get things off of my chest. And I have, and I feel much better. And thanks for listening to my little questionable question rant and the question to you out there to my listeners out there what do you fake the funk about and is it really worth faking the funk like who are you trying to impress well let me know down in the comments As usual, thank you for listening to another episode of Questionable Questions. Please like, subscribe, share, and follow. We are now on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and iHeartRadio. Please follow us on Instagram for all up-to-date information, and be sure to tune in next Friday at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time for another episode of Questionable Questions.